All right. So this week on Three Sides of the Coin, we hear from the word of the boss himself, kind of, uh, you know, putting the, not only say setting the record straight, but giving some clarification on, uh, on some things about Alive. And we also talk about how awesome Alive is and how it was the soundtrack to our lives. And it is like Mark, as Mark said, the, the pinnacle. And, 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 and can I just end no, that with, no, to be clear, no. to be clear, like no. the term boss, it doesn't mean we're being paid. Oh, no, 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 okay? no, 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 Okay, That's, because, because no. honest to God, I, lay, I ran into somebody online last week we who swears to God we're being paid. Yeah, we got to clarify nope, that. not at all. Yeah. Nope, yeah, nope. You got so boss doesn't mean he's paying us. Yeah, that was a good clarification. I'll let you go on that one. You're right, yes. Boss meaning uh, the holy grail. The, the, the big guy in Kiss. The big guy. The big the guy. The goat. <laughs> the goat. When he calls the set thing straight, you listen. So that's, yep. what, that's what we do. This is three sides of the coin talking all things kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to three sides of the coin. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Three sides of the coin. We're back. You got all four of us. It's a week after some excitement from our last week's episode. And just so we can frame how and what we're doing here, we are, we are literally recording this on Sunday, March 19th. This is, we had recorded an episode last Tuesday. Right now, we're just going to sit on that because we're going to kind of turn a lot of the microphone over to Mark right now, because yesterday, Saturday, Mark got a uh, phone call from Mr. Paul Stanley. And Mark is going to discuss that. And this is sort of going to become the last minute episode for three sides of the coin. So again, we're recording this Sunday afternoon, as soon as we're done, I'm going to be busting butt here to get this edited and get it prepared and hopefully get it all up on, on time. But uh, Mark, you want to uh, fill us in on what happened? Yeah, obviously. Uh, let me let me start at the beginning of the story, because I, that, as I say all the time, timeline is everything. Um, context, timeline, um, you know, those are the things that's always important when telling a story. So um, had a pretty busy week. Um, and, and this is all relevant to the story because I, uh, Friday night, I, I went to bed about 11 and uh, sleeping through the night and got up uh, to use the bathroom. And this is at like six in the morning. And when I got back to bed, Liz was sitting up in bed. And I, I said to her, I'm like, well, normally she sleeps until about seven. I'm like, you're up early. She goes, oh, um, remember when you went to bed? And I said, yeah, you were sleeping on the couch. And she's like, yeah. And then she goes, the phone was dinging. And that's not unusual because my friends who live on the West Coast, even Michael has sent me stuff at, you know, at one or two dings. And she's like, no, you're getting them. And I keep my phone plugged in downstairs. I don't bring it upstairs with me. And she looks over, she goes, I, I look over and it's Paul Stanley. And she's like, 
oh man, she knew what a, how you know crazy my last the last month has been for me, uh, out of town gigs and just everything, just been very very busy and short on sleep. And she's like, you're sleeping so well. I'm not, you know, and and she's like, then Paul texted you and and she's like, you know what, I, I, I'll just get you up in the morning. So she told me. And again, this is 6 a.m. on Saturday. And uh, I'm like, well, no sense going downstairs because I was still tired. I just, again, just got up to use the restroom. And uh, I'm like, you know, I can't call Paul now. It's 6 a.m. Eastern Standard um, here in uh, Rock City. And, uh, you know, it's 3 a.m. there. So I waited till later in the morning and uh, I had a very, very busy morning yesterday. But um, so I waited till about, uh, you know, 11 o'clock my time. I figured that would give time, Paul time to be up. And so I called him back and um, we had a nice 10, 15 minute long discussion. And I called him the first words out of his mouth were, oh, I see you got my texts and my, you know, and I said, you know, I kind of chuckled, said, yeah. And he's like, and he was right away wanting to tell me this, this, this bothered him. And he said, there's so many rumors. And again, and, I and, and say, just, just, just to be clear. So if you're coming in and you didn't listen to last week, this is all in reference to last week's episode where we had Frankie D'Augusta, who was an assistant engineer at electric lady studios. And out of the blue, he made a statement that Bob Kulik was on kiss alive. And, you know, if you paid attention over the last week, shit's hit the fan and harmony's been broken you know we're the worst people know however you want to look at it it's been a crazy week so that's what paul is calling you about. correct so i and also too before i move forward i want to thank thank paul stanley for calling me um um to get uh his side of the story and and more than that i believe the in my heart uh, if that's what Paul says, it's the truth. He has, you know, no reason not to um, uh, BS about any of this. So anyways, Paul said, um, and, and also too, I, I want to make this crystal clear. I personally asked Paul if I could share everything that we talked about, because, you know, it's not uncommon. Again, I, as everybody who watches the show knows, I'm, I've been friends with Eric for 30 years and, you know, I'll, I'll send stuff to Tommy and, and Gene, you know, email. Whenever I talk to, you know, even Doc, anybody, anybody on the member, anybody in a, that's, you know, in KISS, who I have regular contact with, I never come in here and talk about it on the show right. because it's not my place. Yeah, and, and lots of times they'll say, hey, please keep this to yourself sure. or whatever. And you, we're going to always be respectful, always. Yes, and same thing with, you know, Lisa, you know, talks to Bruce on a regular basis. And, you know, and Michael worked with, all those things are in, are in you know, are private conversations. And I would never, ever, and haven't, and that's one of the reasons that I'm, you know, I get along with everybody over in the KISS camp. I'm not waving my flag, I'm, I'm just trying to explain to you. You know, if they tell me something, it's between us. So I made sure to ask Paul, can I talk about everything we just discussed? And he, he said yes. So he's crystal clear knows that I'm, I'm conveying everything we spoke about on this subject, um, both from, from uh, our, our phone conversation and from texts we had that morning and even later in the day. So everything that I'm saying here is all in context all with Paul's permission. So 
he started out by uh, saying that, you know, obviously with Kiss, it frustrates him when he sees people that he believes are trying to, you know, saying they were part of something when they weren't. Now, this is Paul speaking. So um, he said he didn't know who Frankie was. And he's like, he doesn't remember him. And this is the most important part of, of our conversation. And again, this is why I believe Paul 100%. He said, Ace and I played every bit of the guitar you hear on Kiss Alive. And I'm going to go back to what I said about Frankie and because I'm not throwing it's another I'm not throwing our past guests under the bus I'm just going up the food chain here and what I mean by that is if Paul Stanley says that he played every bit of the Paul Stanley guitar parts on that record I wasn't there but I'm going to believe him because and again he was this is a man and and this really goes for all the guys in Kiss and really any celebrity you if you think about it how many bullshit rumors, and I'm not saying, you know, that I'm not, this isn't to, uh, you know, anything that Frank is, I'm not throwing him under the bus. I'm just saying, if you, if you're in the public eye and you, you get a, something that in your heart, you know, that you believe that is, is a hundred percent wrong. If you've got a way to correct it and you do, that's a good thing mm-hmm. because that's what we're trying to do here. And that's, I, I think Paul was, was was not think. I know Paul's very passionate about the band and his legacy, and him as reaching out, as he should be. Correct, and yeah. him reaching and him reaching out to me to let you guys know and let other Kiss fans know that he's adamant that everything you hear on that record is him and Ace and Gene and Peter. Then that's what it is, because he wouldn't have reached out to me. If, if he didn't now, um, he did say to me, and again, this is part of our conversation. He did say to me, he didn't know who Frankie was. And I said, well, Paul, in my, I'm a, you know, he knows I'm a big kiss collector. I said, I have an article from 1976 of Frankie working with Gene Simmons on the Van Halen demos. I mean, that's, I think out of variety magazine, that's an actual article. That's 1976. That's history. So maybe Paul didn't know him, but Gene sure as hell did, which means to tells me that he was in the Kiss Camp radar. I mean, in that 76, that's literally, you know, six months plus that after they're, you know, they were working on mm-hmm. live. So again, Also, I do know that Frankie did work at Electric Lady. I do know that, again, through the the Frampton book and and again, you know, through the people he's associated with. Through people, past guests who who have worked with him. So and we've had other we've had other engineers come forward and say, yeah, Frankie was involved with this. Um, You know, so that that his involvement has been verified by other sources, multiple other sources. Correct. And and again, I'm going to share something that Paul texted me later in the day. And and again, uh, this he's just explaining uh, uh, why he feels the way he does. Um, I don't remember this guy, and I remember many who did work with us. That doesn't mean he didn't. 
It just means it was insignificant. So what Paul is saying there is, look, this guy may have, because he doesn't remember every single one, but he does remember most of them or many of them. That's his words. So, so maybe if, if there, again, and I'm just, again, because I do also do not want to throw anybody under the bus here, both with Paul and Frankie, I wasn't there. So, but I'm going to believe Paul Stanley when he says that everything that he played on there, he played. Because again, it's his band, his record, he gets it, you know, whereas admittedly, this, this, if, if it sounds like I'm throwing Frankie under the bus here, I'm not, it's not my intention. As you could tell from, you know, because he's not a KISS fan, he did get some things wrong. And, and after simple corrections, he kind of, you know, because again, if you remember, he, he said the first record and then he went to dress to kill. Well, if Frankie's located only in New York and he didn't, he, and again, this is within a year, he probably thought, you know, thought the first record that was the, the next record, record were one and two. Yes, because he, he wasn't big, out. In, if he's not a big Kiss fan, he wouldn't be paying wouldn't know that. attention, you know. Correct. He wouldn't know that. Um, but also, you know, this is fifth, almost 50 years later. How did maybe he did do punch-ins with Bob on another record, but just associates Bob with Kiss. That's also within the realm of possibility. But I'm telling you, uh, the fact that Paul reached out to me personally to get this situation righted, then, then I have zero reason to doubt the guy. And also, one thing that he said it was, it was, was I thought was very cool. He, and this is something for you people who, who think that, that, uh, that Paul hates Peter and Ace. He doesn't. Because he was, well, I'll tell you one thing he was very adamant about. He said, if this guy thinks he played and to discredit, not just me, but to Ace, he, he stood right up for Ace. Paul, Paul was very adamant that, you know, that's 100% Ace on that record. It's 100% me. It's 100% Peter. 100% Gene. Kiss Alive. Which really, if you think about it, I'm going to go off in a little tangent here, is the temple that built what, why we're here. If it wasn't sure. for Kiss Alive's success, we wouldn't be here right now. So, anyways, um, you know, that Paul Stanley reached out <clears throat> because of the episode and said again, just that it's a hundred percent Gene Paul Peter and Ace, and that is now moving forward. It's Gene Paul Peter and Ace on Kiss Alive. And I again thank you, Paul. Um, for writing, uh, writing the ship. Yeah, we That's appreciate really that he would. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. that he would take the time to reach out to one of us and set the record straight. Because the thing that's frustrated me about this past week more than anything else is how we're being accused of being liars and all of these different things. It's like, look, we have a guest on. We check the credibility of the guest before they come on. He has some incredible stories. No one's memory is perfect, but we're getting flambayed because we are lying it's like we didn't say anything we we just shared with you the story so it's no different with paul it's the same kind of thing we're going to treat him with the same amount of respect if he says that we believe him Period. yeah i mean i i you know we, we we've said 
all along on this show, but, you know, specifically in relation to last week's episode, if somebody and 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 when I say somebody in in. I never thought in a million years somebody would be Paul Stanley coming back to say something about this. But if somebody out there listening had something to counter what Frankie said, we welcome you to come forward with what you know. And and that's more than just the average fan on Facebook going, I don't believe it's true. That's not anything you can come forward with. Why didn't Bob ever tell anybody? That's a very valid question, but that yeah. doesn't counter what somebody has said. And we're, so and we're go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, so, so again, if somebody had something that they could come forward and say, you know what? I know for fact that Bob wasn't involved, bring it forward. Paul did. Paul Stanley did. And Ooh. again, and again, never in my wildest dreams would I thought it would have been Paul Stanley to bring, to, to come back and say, no, I know. And this, so, so this, this is the way it works. People, you know, a guest says something, if somebody can counter it, they can come back and let us know and we'll counter it. I happen to know for a fact, and I won't name names, but there's some very respected fans out there that are taking this up and digging into this. Like, like, I, I love that. They're digging into this, like, what's going on? They're talking to other engineers and they're talking to other people. It's not like they're trying to discredit anybody. What they're seeing here is a kernel of something that's really interesting that we've never heard about. And they're going to dig into it and investigate to go, it's either true or false because we can find more and more and more and more. I love that. I think that's the coolest thing that can come out of this is that people can get inspired to go, well, gee, I thought I knew somebody or I thought I read something or here, what's this scan say? And it all puts pieces together. It's not about discrediting anybody, calling anybody liars. It's, it, it, it's, it's just about loving, loving this band and, and the 50 years that we've been with them as fans and going, oh my God, I didn't know this. Is this potentially true? This is kind of cool. What more can we discover about this? Michael, what you just said is something that's very near and dear to my heart. Because anyone who knows me on a personal level knows I love history. I'm a big history buff. I read tons of biographies. I, I love autobiography. I love any anything that's factual. And, and the history isn't there for you to to like or not like it's there for you it, to it's learn just, from. It, it, it yeah it's there it is uh, again, it exists all kidding aside that's you know it's funny that was the funny thing when oh i should go back to the beginning because when liz you know when she said you know paul was getting a hold of the first thing that popped in my mind I'm like well that's it's not unusual for me to hear from um, Tom German, who's not in my time zone, or, or even Keith LaRue is, 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 is called me before going, hey, do you, know, do you know where this photo's from? Or do you have this? It's funny, I remember this one photo that Keith wanted. I ended up having an actual print of it, but they, for whatever reason, they, they, they couldn't use it uh, uh, in, in a, a KISS thing. But it's not unusual for the KISS camp to get a hold of me. For something and again 
these people are in different time zones, different parts of the world, but I've never had, you know, Paul Stanley. I'm like, well, God, what, you know, as soon as the second she said that, I'm like, what they need, they'd have to call me at midnight for it. It, it just was odd. Right. And again, hearing from the kiss camp to see if I have a piece of video or audio or, a, you know, a, a poster or something, that's not unusual for me. And that's when, and then Liz is like, it sounded like he was mad about something. I was reading the, the text, you know, and I'm like, then she said uh, something about the record. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Now, now I know what he, now I know what he wants. Yeah. And then Mark, about. Mark texts me at like six in the morning. He's like, call me ASAP. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got God, the same, I got the same now? text. I'm like, Oh God, what is this? Do we have to like pull everything down? What's going on? Yeah, I'm texting, I, I was texting back. I'm like, I'm, I'm busy, but is there anything super urgent that I got to deal with right but, now? Yeah. And there's well, something else I want to add to this before I forget. Okay. First off, and I've said this to Paul before, he is a big piece of writing the soundtrack to my life, all of our lives. All of ours, yep. We've been fans since we were kids. This is not TMZ. We have no interest in doing anything other than celebrating the band that we love and music in general. So I, like I said, I was really bothered that this past week, it felt like we were involved in some kind of a TMZ thing. And it's yeah. like, that's not what this is about. To Michael's point, we have these guests on because it's interesting to us. I don't want to talk about my favorite solo on Love Gun. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what you guys like to do. Dissect away. But I want to talk to people that I never met and that I didn't get a chance to talk to growing up to learn more about something that we all collectively enjoy. And we are lucky enough to then bring it to you so you guys can enjoy it. So I just want to make it perfectly clear that we're not TMZ and that we're, we would never do anything that would be inappropriate. You know, yeah, I mean, we, 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 we tell pretty much all of our guests, we're not looking for dirty laundry here. Right. Oh, we, 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 we have no interest in who dated who and who broke up with who and, and who slept with who we have zero interest in that. And that's not what we want to talk about to, to Tommy's point. It's, it's, it's what made this fascinating thing that we grew up as kids loving. It's, it's talking to that other person who may totally not be a kiss fan, but they're they're how they viewed it and their perspective and what they saw. And it may not rewrite history at all, but as a fan, it might help plug in holes in our history as fans going, Oh, okay. Now I understand how we went from point A to point C. What was in the middle? What was going on? Who was involved with that? It's, you know, that that's what's fascinating about all this. And, and, you know, the vast majority of these guests, we hope are going to be interesting, but we, we never do pre-interviews. We never do. We never do show prep. We will verify that who they are, who they claim yes, to be, is who they are. Yeah. That, 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 you know, and, and like in the case Which of Frankie. Which we did with Frankie. Yes, he did. came recommended by another yeah. previous guest. Um, that, that's, you know, we're, we're, we're looking for a guest that, you know, maybe something cool comes out of it. I mean, you know, it's always been a joke on the show. Minutia, minutia, minutia. 
And, you know, sometimes there's no minutia. Sometimes there's one piece of minutia. Sometimes that minutia is cool to us and nobody else gets it. That's fine. We're just, we want to guess, turn it over to them, let them share their stories and their memories and see how that fills in to the story of this band over 50 years. Again, yeah, something, hold, hold on really quick, Tommy, because I want to tie something in that I did say on a previous episode. We collectively, and I'm talking about you out there too, for the most part, if not 100% of us, we didn't know that Holly Knight played on Unmasked. We didn't know that. Yeah. So, so are there things coming out in 2023, 2022? Are things going to come out in 2025 that we don't know? And that's what we're trying to do here. Uh, all, you know, all apologies to anyone who this might, might upset. But guys, that's when we have somebody come on. And I, I said, matter of fact, here's something I did say to Paul in, in our conversation. I said, Paul, I may be too trusting. But when somebody tells me something, especially when I know that they were there, again, this gentleman, Frankie, worked at Electric Lady. He did. He's, he was an assistant engineer there. If somebody tells me something on face value, I believe them. Be, now, hold on. I tend to believe people more who have no agenda, no axe to grind. Um, you know, they're, they're not sell. looking to, to benefit. Yes, they're not. They're not benefit. selling something. And then and, and that's something that I did say to Paul. And Paul said, well, I found. Now, keep in mind, you have to go in the mind of Paul Stanley. Paul said, well, I found that people want to insert themselves in our history where they didn't deserve it. That's fair. That's a very fair point. Yes. Yes. I get, I get it, Paul. I understand. You're you're not wrong. And you remember, guys are so free. This is 50 years of a band. 50 years. You know, I mean, there's a lot in 50 years. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, I said I said to Paul, I said, well, you know, that's why I took what Frankie said at face value. I, he came on as a favor to yeah, a, a yeah. past guest. He, did, he, did, he didn't reach out to us. Yes. We found him. He had no agenda. I think it seemed pretty obvious because even at the end of all of our guest interviews, we always give guests the opportunity to plug whatever they want to plug. Frankie had nothing to plug. Yeah. He had nothing well, to plug. He wasn't plugging a book. He wasn't plugging an online course. He wasn't plugging a new album that he's releasing, uh, you know? So yeah, I, I felt like, you know, again, maybe I'm being naive. I don't, I don't feel like Frankie w had any sort of an agenda. No, but, but to Mark's point, we are probably at times a little bit too trusting, but you know, Mark, Michael, you do the due diligence of checking these guests out, but I want to tie this whole thing together and say, there are three records that changed my life. Sergeant Peppers by the Beatles. Elton John, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, and Kiss Alive. And there's a parallel between the three of them from artwork to, to notes to all this other stuff. This minutia that we, we try to find and, and share with you guys does not change for me personally anything about the record. It's still my favorite Kiss album. And 
I'm going to listen to it again tomorrow and won't even think twice about any of these discussions that we had. So I also don't want any of this to get lost in the, the noise that this record is, this, to me, it is the greatest live album ever, ever recorded. And I don't care if they fix things up in the studio. I don't give a shit. All I care about is how does it sound at the end of the day? And that record is freaking flawless. So between Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter, and Eddie Kramer, and all the engineers, and everybody who worked on this, thank you. Because it, it is oh, amazing. Amen. Absolutely. It's not, it's, but it's not as good as Kiss Alive 2. Please. God, you're just oh, you're look just at the time. Although I'm wearing Jeez, it's getting really freaking late. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I will, I will agree with everything Tommy said. I'll just replace Kiss Alive with Kiss Alive Two. I mean, to me, you know, to me that the two albums that meant the most getting me started were Rock, Rock and Roll Over, because that was literally the very first Kiss album I ever dropped a needle on, and then Kiss Alive Two because that was that was like listening to the three songs that they did on Paul Lind except it was an entire concert of that and my head was just exploding but to Tommy's point it doesn't change any of the importance of any of these albums none whatsoever as we talked about at the beginning of the episode, we recorded one last Tuesday, obviously prior to Paul's calling. And one of the themes, if there was one, that we all really kind of, uh, the four of us all agreed on was, who cares? It's Kiss Alive. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's still the fucking greatest Kiss album out there for so many people. I mean, yes. it does, it, not a single thing changes. It doesn't change how incredible Ace Fraley was back then. Nothing changes about that. Nothing. Sorry, Tom. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you may have to. What, 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 what's Tommy doing here? Sorry, Come Michael. I didn't mean to inter interrupt your you're, you're, no, 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 no. Go ahead. I mean, I was, I was just agreeing. It's like nothing, nothing changes. You're gonna get sued, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so I, I guess you know. I think one of the things that that we said in the episode that we recorded that we that that isn't here is. I, I, I was like so taken aback by some of the reactions that it almost felt like to me, some fans were reacting like we just revealed that Kiss Alive was heavily redone in the studio for the very first time. And recorded by Angel. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, some, some fans, and sadly, some fans are still arguing that Kiss Alive is 100% a live album and nothing was done in the studio. Can't help that. But, you know, I, I don't know. How long ago did it finally come out or did we all really understand that Kiss Alive was heavily redone in the studio? It's been decades. 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 VH1 did a whole special, which I helped with. Um, yeah, VH1 yeah, I mean, did a whole special on it. I mean, so, so you know, 
if this was true that somebody punched in a couple notes this was an album that was heavily reworked in the studio we didn't we didn't destroy that idea that kiss alive was no longer a live album that that whole concept has been gone forever but guess what that doesn't even change the importance of kiss alive as an album well and and yeah and for me too I don't care how it gets to the end point. I just care that the finished product is great, which is why I don't listen to a lot of bootlegs. And that's no disrespect to all of you fans out there that love to listen to all these live shows. I'm just not that interested. I want that perfect product, you know? If, and if, for if me, that, that if, yeah, if, if the album gives you goosebumps and makes your hair stand up, that's I it. don't care how you got to that end result. It just made me go great album yep that's all that yeah. matters well you know i just i was matter of fact before we we hit uh record here today um i do want to share this with the fans and and um kiss alive is so important to me because it really helped me in my love for music and and if you if you listen to this time and, and i i just wonder and this is you know we i don't normally do the homework stuff but I want to know if anyone else out there did what I did and actually continue to, to do to this day. When, when Paul talks about his love for like Howlin' Wolf and the old blues guys, and when Gene talks about these great bass lines from the Motown era, and when Ace talks about Jimi Hendrix and Jimmy Page, and when Peter Chris talked about Gene Krupa, did you ever go back and listen? Because I did. And yeah. Ground Zero for me was Kiss Alive because Kiss Alive was really like when I went, that's it. That's what I like. Matter of fact, not only do I like that, I like that more than anything else. And as you can tell around me, it's really grown from there. But Ground Zero was Kiss Alive. And finding out, again, this whole history thing. I wanted to know everything about the album cover. I wanted to know everything about the pictures. I wanted to know everything about the, the liner notes. And through the years, things were chipped away. Through the years, I found out it wasn't all live. It all wasn't from Kobo. I mean, it. Lydia wrote Peter's no. I mean, there's so many things that I've found out since. That but it doesn't change your attitude about it. Yes, Lisa. Boom. Yes. But but that's what I want to know about you guys. Now, there's things, again, there's things I found out that weren't true, but I did, again, I wanted to know more about the blues. I wanted to know more about Motown. I wanted to know more about big band swing. I wanted to know more about Jimmy Page and, and Jimmy Andrews. I, I, I'm like, if that's that culmination made this. I want to know where what those parts are like, and and if I seem just a little over exuberant, it's not. It, guys, this is anybody who knows me knows that's how I feel about music. And I'll tell you what, really quick, we're talking about about past guests. Uh, Billy Rowe came over my house uh, when Buck Cherry was. By the way, do you still have him in the corner? Yeah, he's over there. No, I've seen him at shows. I've seen I've seen photos of him at shows, so we know he got home safely. I no, told him, I said, get of, a safe word. One of the things that he thought was cool is I took him into one of those areas of the basement, and he saw my magazine boxes. 
Now I have a couple dozen, all packed with nothing but KISS articles and KISS cover stories. And then my overflow boxes with my tour books. And he was like, wow. And I'm like, that to me, and that's why KISS gets back to me a lot of times is like, do you have this article? Do you have this? I can go in there and read articles from the earliest days till now. And if I want to know something about the band, I can usually dig and find it. That's another reason, you know, why I love doing this podcast. And when I do love when I get genuine questions from fans wanting to know things, um, sometimes I can find out. And when I hear from incredible authors like authors like Julian Gill, well, hey, do you, what do you know about this? Or do you have this article or whatever? I love that. That's what makes this band so effing special. But again, to tie this all in, it all started with Kiss Alive. And no matter what, what Gene, Paul, Peter, and Ace did on that, it, it really in a large portion changed. No, it did. Not no, it, it changed my life for the better. Again, you know, like I said at the very beginning before I, one of the reasons Liz let me sleep, I've been gigging like crazy lately. Why am I gigging like crazy? I fell in love with music. Why did I fall in love with music? Because four guys in New York put a band together that made me go crazy. It, it, it all, this is all ties in, man. It all ties in. So that's all I want to say yeah. about that. Well said, Mark. Well said. Well Mark. said. Well said. I think let's 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 end this episode by just saying stop worrying about minutia and go fucking crank kiss alive. <laughs> yeah. And embrace I mean, what we share with you guys and you know, move on with your life. Yeah. Oh, and and I said it already but Paul Stanley, thank you for yeah, taking thanks, the Paul. time. Thank you Paul. And thank you know you, Paul. when I when I texted you back, thank you for getting back to me and you know, clarifying some things and we also talked about some other stuff which can't talk about, which is really cool. So I'm um, very excited about that as well. So Paul, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and thank you to all of our listeners and supporters. We appreciate it. We're going to keep doing this show because we are having a blast. And we, we do have a guest next week. Oh yeah. And, and, and I, hate, I, I hate to be this way, but this guest, <laughs> could be firing things up again I oh, just, boy. oh boy i'm so excited like this is like i like i might go fan i might go fangirl yeah There's this is key. almost like a goalie coming on <laughs> i mean ser- ser- seriously this 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 guest is is way cool um i oh, i hope head. they have some amazing things to share we don't know that's part of it going in with the guest we know who the guest is and we know the potential could be amazing. Could also be a big dud. But this one's an exciting. This one's exciting. It is. It'll I be don't better than it. five man kiss. <laughs> what was was that? I don't think I was here. That was the guy who had the bag on his head. That was the guy who came on the show, had to put a bag on his head because he was afraid to reveal his identity, but he was, that was dead before po- me. Yeah. Yeah. Before me. He was yeah. dead positive that Kiss was going to perform as a five-man band. Yeah, so he what? called himself Five Man Kiss. Five Man Kiss. He it started so Facebook bizarre. pages and mm-hmm. Facebook groups, and it was just 
You guys yeah. were a little weak in the guest department that yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we found him so we found him so fascinating. It was like the Kramer. You know, it's disturbing yeah. that you can't look away. That's exactly. What it was. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we've we've got a potentially very cool guest coming up that we'll be recording with next week. Yeah. Um, other than that. There you go. So have a great we leave it, we 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 leave it up to our listeners to decide what they want to believe. It's your job. I mean, literally, I mean your whole life is that way. I mean, it's up to you to take all of the information that's being bombarded on you and figure out what you think is the truth amongst all of that. We got but when the boss but when the boss calls you? you listen. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> This incredible credibility that comes from the boss telling you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right, guys. That's it. Three sides of the coin. We're out of here. We'll see everybody next week. Do you have something to say? Leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320-515-4673. For three sides of the coin. Provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.